All right, welcome to another episode of Staying Connected, where we explore the depths of self, people around us, and our environment. We hope to uncover life lessons and advice, meaningful relationships, and to learn more about one another through open and honest conversations. How's it going, guys? I'm Kenny. And I'm Scott. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. So this episode, we're talking about probably one of my um, favorite topics, uh, something that's rarely talked about, especially for men and particularly Asian men, just because of our culture of just um, just trying to deal with it and go through with it without, you know, talking about it. Uh, to, when we talk about insecurities, you know, uh, just things that have been giving us constant stress throughout our lives and things that have affected our mental health. And um, so now let me ask you, Kenny, like any insecurities you're dealing with you know how are you coping with it um mm -hmm. you know what are you thinking about anytime you know this insecurity makes you stress and you know why do you think that happens yeah um yeah for me i guess throughout my entire life weight has always been an issue um ever since Same. i was like a little kid um yeah it was to the point where I just, you know, it affected my mentality and just my daily routines, my whole lifestyle. So weight, had, putting on a lot of weight has always been, yeah, just something that I was very insecure about. Um, always compared my appearance with other guys like that. And that was very unhealthy for just my overall self-confidence and yeah um so yeah it started back in like elementary um going to school and just like um i mean i was like one of the biggest kids <laughs> in the class and yeah that was from like elementary all the way through um middle school and from there you know at that point i was just trying to yeah just kept on eating and you know growing up in an asian family they feed you generously and yes um, they do <laughs> i mean that's one great thing about it but at the same time you know your health is really important and you know at, at such a young age um especially like elementary you don't realize how how much these foods really impact just your physical being i guess in middle school that's at that age where you try to compare yourself with other people. You you watch a lot of television and you try to fit so, in. Yeah, yeah. You mm -hmm. try to fit in, hope to be like one of those poster models and all of that. And yeah, that's when I guess my insecurities about my weight started becoming a lot stronger and more um, detrimental to my mindset and. I, I mean, I want to bring back, I guess, that old topic that we talked about, like how my mom was in the hospital and all of that. So mm -hmm. on top of just being insecure about my weight, I guess stress really played a toll on, yeah, that insecurity as well. Because, you know, when I became stressed, I started eating a lot more and I just turned to food as my comfort and yeah, we have that phrase, comfort food. It was definitely something that I 
needed and um yeah i just kept on doing it for years and years and years and then high school came around and that's where again it shifted and before on a positive note i got into sports and yeah did um paddling and tennis and that allowed me to kind of just slowly work on my um, way of escaping from this, from this insecurity and to just, yeah, maintain a healthy, balanced lifestyle from there. I guess my highest weight, I mean, it might not be high for a lot of people, um, especially here in America where, you know, the obesity rate is pretty yes. high mm -hmm. and yeah, so I was up to like 190 um, at my highest, and I'm I'm also short, so like I I'm like five five. So you put one 190 and five five together, eh? it's kind of like a yeah, like a wall walking around. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of like my friends and just like. Yeah, people would like say, "Oh, you're kind of big," you know, like especially like your family members. They're it's very unfiltered, so they they see you. <laughs> they don't and, help. Yeah, they don't help at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just make it worse. <laughs> but like eight, I think I don't know. Asian families they tend to be yeah, like especially like how close you guys are. They tend to be like a little bit transparent, too transparent. Filipino mm -hmm. cultures they sometimes see you and they're like, "Oh, you're getting big." Like, <laughs> and then, you know, I have to take that in. And then, yeah, high school was a great time for me to get back in shape or get into shape because I was never in shape. <laughs> and then college came around. That's when the idea of freshman 15 came around. And no, it hit you as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, high, yeah, forget about high school. I, I just picked up the weight again um not so much just not so much stress it was more about um just you know i was living this new lifestyle here on oahu um coming from a small town and yeah i was i was like blocks away from like mcdonald's and you know as a college student you don't have a lot of finances <laughs> Um, you don't make a lot of money, so fast food was, <laughs> was the go-to place. And you don't really care about your health because, you know, at the end of the day, you got to eat. I eventually studied abroad. And then that was like, I mean, it was a fun experience, but I went up to like 200. So it is a journey. It is um, a lot of sacrifice and just, um, yeah, just telling yourself to freaking get up and get physical or work out as much as possible. Yeah, all throughout college and studying abroad really, yeah, played a, played a huge difference in my insecurity with uh, my weight I would say like the first two years of being out of college, trying to figure out exactly my my career path and all that, I was stressed. <laughs> and yeah, that didn't really help my 
my journey of losing weight. I just maintained it for a good amount of time. And yeah, to the point where I was like also depressed. Um, I would just, you know, like go to work at whatever job I had, like whether it was at a, a donut shop that I used to work at or like my admin job that I had, mm. I would just go to work and then go home and just eat, 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 watch, binge watch. I would say like back in 20, 2018. Yeah. That's when life kind of started becoming more, um, yeah, more bright in my life where I eventually started um, a job that I've always dreamed of working for. And that really told me, hey, you got the job that you're, you've always wanted. And now what else are you going to do? That's what I told myself. So I decided to just get my health back into shape and started working out at home and then got my gym membership. Dieting was also something like, you know, I like to think of it as like 80% nutrition, 20% fitness, because whatever you take in really affects, yeah, how, how your body grows. Yeah. Is that like the main difference from um, your weight fluctuations to now just the consistency in your workout and your nutrition? Would you say yeah. like that would be the primary thing? Yeah. So it was, my, my nutrition was a lot more priority versus like my working out. Um, because yeah, it's just, I was so used to eating fast food and um, just all these greasy foods, Filipino foods there, they tend to be um, not the healthiest, but they're also still delicious. Um, so I had to kind of find alternatives into all of that and yeah, just start working out slowly and set goals for myself. One of the biggest highlights of my life when it comes to my weight was running a marathon. I did my first full marathon um, back in 2019, actually, yeah. It was a Honolulu marathon. Yeah, for those of you who haven't ran the marathon, it's like 26.2 miles. Um, and it's crazy. I have a medal in the back of me, which I leave up. So whenever I wake up in the morning, I, I always look at it and I realize, wow, like you've ran a marathon. And yeah, just telling myself that anything is possible. Just like, you just gotta mentally tell yourself that was one of the goals that I had when I started like my fitness journey, just like to run a marathon. Eventually I want to start, I want to like do a triathlon. Um, oh. So that's a lot of training, um, um, picking up different water activities. Like I do a lot of swimming and yeah, just any sort of outdoor activity, hiking, um, to kind of keep your heart rate just yeah, constantly moving him pretty much yeah no matter what age you are you, there's always room to yeah do all those kind of um, fitness activities working out really 
in the end has provided me just the confidence that I needed um, throughout my entire life. The confidence to just go out and yeah, accomplish whatever I want to do in my life. Like who would have thought that I would be running a marathon or would have run a marathon. I, I never thought that I have never even done a half marathon. I, the most I ran in my life was like freaking three miles. Mm. <laughs> and um, to do that marathon, I just, yeah, it's such an accomplishment that I um, just want to keep building from. You know, um, since since you're a lot fitter now, you're um, you're you're in shape. Uh -huh. uh, has anything changed from like the the mental side of things? You know, do you still have this like nipping bud of insecurity? You know, trying to bring you down, uh, or like has that improved? You know, every now and then it's like I see just um, other people that you know they have like six packs and all that. So I take that as not like as an insecurity. It's more of like my motivation to probably be like that. You know, we all have different body types and what is it? Some people, it's easy for them to lose weight. Whereas some other people, it's definitely a challenge. And, you know, I, at the end of the day, I try not to compare myself with any other people because you know um, the biggest competition in life is yourself and yes. um, yeah you just have to tell yourself um, you just have to keep going and yeah keep going until you reach that result that you want to be at and don't let anybody or anything stop you from yeah achieving your fitness goals or any goals that you have in life you know, deep down inside, it's like, are you happy with yourself? It, that's the question that I... Are, are you, Kenny, are you currently happy with yourself right I now? I am happy with <clears throat> myself. What is the, the final goal for you, you know? Mm -hmm. is, is it just mentally being, like, free of the insecurity? Is it getting ridiculously jacked? Um, um, what's the final goal? Being jacked is one thing, but... You know, you can be jacked, but at the same time, you might not be happy with your yourself still. Um, so, yeah, I just want to live like a a healthy lifestyle, um, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy spirit, um, and yeah, trying not to compare myself with anybody else but me. And yeah, I think that I think that's the that's the biggest thing. Um, <clears throat> not sure if you had it growing up but for my family or especially in <clears throat> Asian cultures there there seems to be so much comparing for some reason like if someone else's uh, like a neighbor's daughter or son you know gets into medical school their your parents are always like my parents specifically they're like oh why no look at so-and-so you know well they're on the path to greatness and like, I don't want to put a whole a lot of blame to my parents because, you know, they're, they're great. Yeah. But, you know, growing up is, like you said, just the comparisons just wouldn't stop, you know. And you can't really escape from that because you have to go home and, you know, you have to deal with your parents. And yep. uh, 
I felt like we had the same story. You know, I'm really conscious about my weight as well. I'm, I'm still, you know, because ever since I was little, um, I was pretty chubby. Um, my parents and like the people around me would always comment on that. You know, I would you know, get perfect attendance. And then the first thing they would say, oh yeah, don't forget to, you know, lose some weight or like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. But, you know, let's, uh, let's work on that uh, tummy. So I felt like every significant award or achievement that I've, I've had growing up, it got overshadowed by the fact that, you know, I, I, was, I was overweight. So I never really felt a sense of accomplishment. I was never really proud of my academic achievements. I think at a time like that, it just made me not want to try uh, to strive for academic achievement because all people seemed to care about was my weight at the time. That's all I thought because instead of highlighting my strength, they were just looking at my weaknesses and you know there's one thing to compare yourself to other people but i think it just makes it worse when people always compare your you to your weaknesses you know, they'll, they'll never see the best version of you if they're just focused on your weakness and like navigating as a, like a child going through elementary school and middle school and high school and college you know it, it became almost obsessive um, I'm not sure if I told you this before, but like, like growing up, you know, I don't know why or how this happened, but then I had this like tendency to look at people's Achilles, you know, like <laughs> if you're really, if you're really skinny, right, you can see the Achilles arch very, very well. And since I was a little heavier, like you couldn't see that. So I was just obsessive. <laughs> I would just, I, I think it might be a mental disorder. No, no. <laughs> It's, fun, it's funny now looking back, but you know, I would look in the mirror and like, I don't know, I have to look at myself right now. <laughs> like, like, like if you look in the mirror, you can see the, the Achilles arch very, very, it's like a V mm -hmm. almost. It's almost like a V. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I, just want, I want that V, you know? And, I, and then I would like, I want that jawline. I want the, I want the mm -hmm. color more. I want all that, you know? And I, I was just like, oh, I'm beating myself down try to achieve those things. So sometimes it's just genetic. Um, yeah. And then other times it's just diet and then working out, which didn't help because the same people that were giving me crap, that were like belittling me, pointing those flaws out, they're the same people feeding me. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's like they're contributing to the cause, but it was also my fault because I was taking that and yeah. I was taking all the food in you know, because it made me happy, like, for yourself, food was an escape for me. And I didn't feel comfortable anywhere unless I was, you know, eating. So mm -hmm. one of my routines back in the day was just like, go home, drink a Coke, eat some <laughs> chips, take a nap. So I, I think when I was in elementary, I was like, 160. Oh. Yeah. And keep in mind, I was like four, or four feet something. Yeah. You know, so I... I literally looked like a ball. It was, uh, it was not. It was not cute. And I remember talking to girls, and they would just be like disgusted with me. Maybe, maybe it was a distorted image of how I had girls looking at me. But for some reason, when I look back into like middle school and um, elementary, I had this image of like 
people having a bad view of me every time I talk to them. For some reason, I don't know why. Oh. I, I definitely had issues as a kid. Uh, high, high school, for sure. For sure. I got more confidence because in puberty, thank God. <laughs> I got a little taller. I played more wow. sports. But no matter how fit I got, like even now, no matter like how fit I got, no matter like if I got abs, you know, yeah. muscles, whatever, I still feel insecure. Like I feel like sometimes, you know, this is, this is not good enough. Mm -hmm. So at like 2 a.m. in the morning or like late, early morning, I was just, you know, let's go work out, let's go for a run. Sometimes I remember in high school, like I would just starve myself just because mm. you look in the mirror, you know, you see like, oh, yeah. I'm not so fat. Uh, and it's like, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm like 10% body fat. I'm pretty shredded in high school. Mm. But still, it's like, uh, it's still not good enough. There's someone else there better, you know, more fit than me. And when you said, you know, the greatest competition is yourself, which is so true, you know, I didn't channel that to be a good source of motivation. I use it as like a negative emotion because I portrayed myself. Uh, I put the image of like my perfect self, you know, like eight pack, broad shoulders, you know, and I just created this unrealistic image of myself. And I compared that to my current self. And it's like, I'm never gonna be that. And it's taken me a long time to understand that, you know, that's okay. Um, what I need to do is enjoy the process of nutrition. I'm consistently working out, even when I don't want to. Um, I'm telling myself that it's okay if I had a cheat meal. It's okay if I eat Korean barbecue, you know? Um, but you just gotta have the discipline to, on other days, you know, like maybe not eat fast food, uh, not have like, a snack because I love dark chocolate mm -hmm. and at work they always give us dark chocolate you know it's, it's like when you tell people hey you know I can't eat that or I can't do that they just do it it's very very annoying. yeah yeah and I guess in addition to like your surroundings has has media um, affected your your journey with that insecurity growing up like especially elementary to high school for sure. Um, I think I remember one of those movies was um, Wolverine, you know, that mm. scene. I think it was uh, the third one when he's fighting like Deadpool. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the, the flashback to rest. Anyways, it was the scene where he was like coming out of this tank and he was just like, ah, he just like open up and look all shredded yes. and everything. And yeah. I was like, I want to be like that. <laughs> And then you come to find out that Hugh Jackman was starving himself. He was extremely dehydrated. And you learn like all these people that look great, they're, they're basically killing themselves. They're at a state of like, you know, extreme hunger and extreme thirst mm -hmm. to look like that. And they're extremely exhausted. So these realistic bodies that we look at, they're actually you know, at their weakest form or their Photoshop. Once I learned that, you know, it's easier to just appreciate and love my body. And mm -hmm. it's an ongoing process. You know, I'm not sure it how, how it is for you. Um, but for me, like, I, I, there's still that nipping bud in the back of my head, you know, like, 
hey, you know, you, you shouldn't eat this, you know, like you should um, eat something else. You know, like I've, let's say I've been dieting for like two months now and I want to eat some, some chocolate, right? I want to eat some meat, but there's the voice in the back of my head telling me, hey, you know, that's going to make you real fat. So I try to appreciate life and just enjoy the little things, but sometimes it gets a, it gets a little tough. I'm, 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 let me ask you, how, how do you deal with that? If, you know, I know you love food, but oh, yeah. sometimes we got to say no to it. How do, how do you say no to them? all that delicious food? Just learning how to say no, pretty much. And, you know, if I'm to that point where I just take it, I have to just internally tell myself that I'm going to run it off. Um, but yeah, you just have to discipline yourself to, con to just say no, because, you know, that's, that's how it's going to be in life. You got to learn how to say no to things that you don't need in, yeah, in your body or just around you. So. The, the long-term wins that you're trying to get, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, think, I think it's really hard to, in the beginning, it's really hard to build um, the discipline of saying no because the short-term um, gratification of just getting something that you like just mm -hmm. trumps everything else. I, I remember um, just eating, drinking so much Coke in middle school because it tasted amazing. Everything, and I would try to yeah. uh, walk on the treadmill, burn some calories, but at the end of the day, like the calories from the Coke just overwhelm whatever exercise I did. So I wasn't making any progress. So yeah. not, not, it's, it's so, the, is there yeah. any food, any foods that you struggle to say no to? Um, well, before it was like just a lot of McDonald's type of like burgers, burgers and fries were like my go-to things. And you know, it's not only it's cheap, but it's filling and also yeah, dangerous to my health. I remember watching, um, what's it called? Super Size Me. Yes. Oh, Super Size Me. I mean, even with the whole process of showing all of that, like I watched it in high school, I think. And then, yeah, like they show the process of making the burgers and <clears throat> all of that. I still, you know, as disgusting as it looked, I, I just continued eating the burgers because I was just... Maybe crave like, the burgers more. <laughs> yeah, it was like happiness right there. It was comfort food. And um, yeah, that, I mean, in, in the long run, it affected my health and yeah, put on the weight for that. So I just had to tell myself to stop going. Not sure if you do this, but I definitely do. Even now, I still do it. I would, when someone would offer me food and I know it's bad for me, I simply just, sometimes I can't say no, just as I don't want to, I feel like I'm being disrespectful to the person that's giving to me. Might be, might be just a mental issue, but like I would make up excuses or like you know, I would lie about why I don't want it instead of just saying no, no would be perfect, mm -hmm. right? I would tell them, you know, I'm, I'm allergic to that. Mm -hmm. I, I re specifically remember me telling people, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm allergic to that kind of cheese and it just makes my stomach, you know, and I would tell them like other lies, like, 
like, oh yeah, that food it just like gives me a headache. I never so that way it justifies, uh, it gives the other person a reason of like, okay, this is gonna cause harm mm -hmm. to um, to Scott, so I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Instead of just me saying no, I don't want it because I yeah. didn't want to offend the other person. So I'm not sure you had any situations like that. I mean, I I usually say like, oh, sorry, I already ate. Um, yeah, that was kind of my escape to not eating the foods that I yeah didn't want to. Um, yeah, and like with Asian culture, we have these large gatherings where the food is just, you know, it's not the healthiest thing on the planet, but they force you to eat. No, the weird thing is I, I specifically remember a time when we went to um, like a dinner with all my other cousins and aunties and uncles. And I remember this one auntie, she was like, oh yeah, I, I slaved over, you know, all this food and I spent hours cooking it. And then I remember, cause that was the time I was trying to lose weight. I was like, oh, auntie, I'm, I'm just really full and trying to lose weight. And she was like, she started like yelling at me and she got really angry. And she was like, you don't like my food? Like, it don't taste that good. You don't, you don't love me enough to you know, eat all my hard work. And people, just, she just guilted me, guilted me into like <laughs> eating like way more than I wanted to. And she would just like uh -huh. grab my plate and put it in for me. And at the time I just didn't want to disrespect yeah. her. And I, yeah. even though I said no, she was like, she wouldn't take an excuse. And you know, like I mentioned before, like in earlier of our conversation, that's the same person that made fun of my weight. It's, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I definitely think you need to, you know, eliminate things in your environment that causes you to overeat, that causes you to make unhealthy decisions. Yeah. But maybe you can chime in on this, Kenny. Like, how, how do you remove you know, certain variables of the environment that causes you to make unhealthy decisions when you can't get away from them, like like parents and um, mm -hmm. you know, siblings or whatever, you know. And I know it's it's tough because I mean, you live in the same house or you see them frequently, so it's it's a challenge that you just have to, you know. I mean, your family is always going to be your family, and they're always going to be there to you know say these things that might not make you feel confident about yourself and you know it i you gotta take it as your motivation to to prove yourself and everybody else that you know you're a lot better than that you know you're gonna feel like you're disrespect people are gonna feel disrespected if you just like you know um <clears throat> don't take their offer, but are you happy within is the question. It, it's a sense of like selfishness to the point. Um, like, you know, if you're nice and all, it's like, if you're too nice, you're just gonna keep on taking these yep. things in that you don't need. And yeah, that's where your discipline comes in. Um, so yeah, like living in the same house, it, it's definitely tough because 
you're, you're forced to, to do it yes. when you don't want to. Yeah. I just want to add on to that. You made a very important point about standing up for yourself. I think you got to establish values and principles for yourself. And if anyone tries to, um, you know, step on those principles or um, block you from getting to your goals, that's when you really have to stand up for yourself, stand up for your values, um, stand up for um, just you and your confidence. Because the moment you let them um, distract you from the path that you're supposed to be on, like you said, they're gonna take a little bit more. They're gonna take a little bit more. So from the beginning, you gotta stand your ground and set the expectations like, hey, that's not cool. Or no, I don't want, and be really, really firm with it. And that's something that's really, really tough for me to learn. Cause you know, in Asian culture, the older person gets the most say and they have the most respect. So me telling my parents or telling my, uh, my auntie that, hey, no, that's, I don't want I don't want to eat that because I'm trying to lose weight and when I trying to keep pushing it's like auntie you gotta listen to me I love your food and you know I love you because I send cards every day to you or every um, every holiday and your birthday yeah. you know this specifically Namina eating your food it's not correlated to me not loving you and you gotta get that right so it's almost like you gotta have an adult conversation for something yeah. so silly. And it's like, you're standing up for yourself. Like, are we really getting mad about me not eating your food? Like, what, what's the case here? And then once you, be, once you have that conversation with them and you stand up for your values, you set the expectation. Now they listen to you. Okay, I can't push Scott or Kenny around, you know? And then eventually they come, they come around and they help you with your goals, you know? Yeah. And if you just have a real conversation, like, hey, I've had depression, I had mental issues, I'm really insecure about that, and I want to change for the better. And I think the key term that, a key question that I used was, could you help me? Because you're someone that I love and respect. Could you help, you know, help me with my goals? And now all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shoot, I, I, I want to help my, my nephew. I want to help my son. Yeah. So then they you care get about you. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's not like manipulating or anything. You're just, you know, trying to get them to be on your team, you know, instead of being on two separate teams fighting each other, like, come help me. I need your guidance. Mm -hmm. It's the way you're trying to spin it. And then eventually they'll be like, okay, let me help Scott. Uh, like, let me give you less portions. Let me stop pressuring you to eat yeah. all this food. So I think that has helped me. Uh, just being an adult, standing up for yourself and having that real conversation, you know, because all this time, they'll just have assumptions until you tell them, hey, I need help. I, I'm trying to do this. Hmm. I, I think that's worked for me. It's complete, transparent and honesty. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You shouldn't feel pressured into doing something that you don't want, especially when it comes to your health. It's like you just have to discipline yourself and yeah, instead of having two sides to the issue, you both have to just find the common ground into yeah, achieving both sides goals to everything. Mm -hmm. so, well, I'm so, glad that relationship is still good. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. It, it was it was a lot of work. Like for something for for looking back now, it was something so trivial, something so small. It's like why can't you help me lose weight? But 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 what we need to remember that that something trivial to us is like the world for another person, and it, it, you can flip it around. Like us losing a few pounds, trying to get fit, trying to get in shape, trying yeah. to look a little better. It's the world for us, but for other people, ah, it's just a few pounds, you know, but they don't get it. So we got to have that conversation and, you know, learn, see each other's perspective. And that's, I feel like this is what this podcast is all about, having those conversations and staying connected. Because if you don't yeah. talk to one another with an open mind and, you know, be honest about your insecurities and your vulnerabilities, it's like, you know, how can we really get to the root of things? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people out there right now just dealing with their weight issues, their insecurities, and um, yeah, no, no one to talk to, and just, yeah, they're constantly dealing with these pressures of, um, yeah, just their daily lifestyle, and yeah, it's it's good to kind of talk about this because you know insecurities are like one of the the hardest things to bring out in people. It's like a lot of people mm -hmm. don't want to share these things and be vulnerable yeah you just have to set it out and you know you're gonna have people there to support you and yeah you're gonna yeah the biggest competition in life is yourself and it's a journey that we all go through to overcome all of this yeah, but learning to love yourself is very hard yes but um but I think yeah. that is a good place to stop. Um, I, we're, I think we're definitely going to have to revisit more of the insecurities. Yeah. There's, there's a, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like weight, is, weight for us, I think, is uh, one of those major things that have shaped yeah. the way we live our life and mm -hmm. how we act and you know, our actions. It does, yeah. All right, but let's go ahead and jump into our recommendation of the week. It could be a book, resource, article, movie, tip, a quote. You can go first. First, okay. So one of the things that I've started to do is um, start filming myself. And having this podcast really, really helps. Because, like, I watch every single episode that we do mm -hmm. and i try to look for ways you know like how is my body language mm -hmm. how is my um my voice you know like does it flow pretty smoothly am i pronouncing words accurately like that mm -hmm. i just stuttered so that's something i i'm working on but the only way to get better at things is like to look at yourself and watch film like the more film you watch yourself the more things you're going to need to pick out. So um, we, we watch, especially me, I watch a lot of film on like, you know, back in the past, how I would give presentations. And every time I do give presentations, I ask if like, I can film myself so I can watch later and just notice the trends. Like, what do I do? Like, what's my posture? Like, when do I speak really, really fast? When do I stutter? Like, when do I stop to take a breath? You know, or like think about certain situations and I've, I've used all the film to like 
become a better leader, become a better person, improve my communication skills. So I know it sucks hearing um, your voice sometimes, and that's another one of my insecurities is just my voice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I like but, the voice. <laughs> thank you, Kenny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you need you need to constantly, you know listen to yourself see you know, how can i improve because at the end of the day it doesn't really matter this this is for you you know you might think that your voice isn't that great you know but other people might like it so you gotta constantly improve on that and being a better communicator is never a bad thing mm. so film yourself yeah. people and improve so what about you kenny well for me i know before you um recommended a product so i have a product of my own as well so because we're on the topic of like insecurities and weight and the fitness journey um my recommendation of this week is this watch here it is it is called a yam yame smart watch fitness tracker um it's not a apple watch so it's a lot more affordable um, i got this off of amazon and yeah, what this really does is um, gives you the time and it keeps a record of just your fitness activities throughout the day. So it counts your steps. Every day I set a goal of 10,000 steps for me um, right. and try to achieve more than that if I can. And then, yeah, keeps track of my heart rate, um, sets, I have alarms on here as well. So. I gotta wake up five o'clock in the morning to do my push-ups. Then I wake up, set it up right here. Um, it logs all my sport activities that I do. Um, and it's also waterproof. So whenever I go swimming, I take this with me. So I kind of keep track of the time. I like swimming in the evening. So um, I like to know what time to get out of the water by and yeah, in addition to that, yeah, it's it's a nice sleek watch and it costs you it's about like less than forty dollars on oh, Amazon. Wow, it's really yes. cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um so it's called a Yami smartwatch fitness tracker. And yeah, I would get get it for anybody that needs a watch or just wants to yeah, it's there's so many things you can do with this and you can also read your text off of this too as well. So really? oh. um, you don't necessarily have to bring your phone with you. You can just, yeah, if you go jogging around, you can read your texts if they come through and um, yeah, it's multi-purpose. So that's what I love about it. Um, go pick up a watch. Um, I know the holidays. Yeah. Coming up. So, this might be a good thing to get for anybody that's wanting to get more fit, keep track of their um, daily routines and yeah, just have something to keep track of time because, you know, being stuck at home or with this whole pandemic, we tend to lose track of time and why not start off by getting this watch? Uh, we are not sponsored by this product. <laughs> we are not sponsored. <laughs> um, but yeah it's just uh, super affordable like 
most watches yeah. that do that are like a hundred dollars yeah and it's, i know of yeah it's the fact that it's also waterproof and yeah it's just simple black and yeah it you know i mean the really great thing about this is that i would say at, at its full battery charge it would probably take like maybe three or not even three weeks maybe like a month for it to um die out yeah that's impressive so i charge it i've only charged it like maybe twice since i got it which was like back in what april <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's a very nice watch to get if you don't want to spend yes like those dollars those hundred dollar watches yeah all righty i yeah. guess this concludes our this does sort of insecurities um, yeah thank you once again for joining us for another episode on staying connected um, you can follow us on our social media we should be found be right there um yeah if you like the video um please share it with a friend or family member and you know, listen to them and talk about your insecurities yeah, continue to elevate each other as much as we can. Um, yes, like Scott said, thank you again for just hopping on this journey with us. We're very thankful and um, we're excited to share a lot about ourselves and learn more about everything that's happening in our lives. Yeah, if there's any other topics you want us to kind of put on the table and talk about, yeah, comment below our video and We'll try to get to them. And yeah, stay tuned for another exciting show next week on Staying Connected.